just be nice, say hi. So we're at the trailhead. Yeah. Yeah. All throughout the trail. If you Whenever see you someone, see user. say hi. Okay, so Steve Messer, you are with Corba, which is the Concerned Off-Road Bicyclists Association. And uh, you are a founding board member of CalBike Mountain Biking Coalition, which is a statewide organization, right? Corba's been around for 32 years. We've been doing local advocacy, but like a lot of other mountain bike advocacy groups around the state, we haven't really had a voice in Sacramento before. So uh, uh, several of the groups that I'm involved with, Corba, the San Diego Mountain Bike Association, the Redlands Empire Mountain Bike Association, and Access for Bikes Marine, we have uh, six people, and uh, the San Francisco Urban Riders. So we have six people who have stepped up to get this new organization up and running and off the ground. And we got our federal tax ID number just uh, last month. And right. we're holding uh-huh. our first uh, statewide conference call. And we're inviting all advocates for mountain biking to get involved and get on our conference call on Tuesday, December 3rd at 6.30 p.m. We're going to have a, a call in. So the best way to find out about that information is, is to get onto the California Mountain Biking Co- Coalition Slack channel. That's camtb.slack.com. And uh, we're inviting all advocates around the state with an interest in mountain biking and off-road cycling to get involved. Now, is this the only state organization that exists? It is. Now, it's, it's ironic that California is the birthplace of mountain biking, but it's also the birthplace of mountain bike advocacy and the birthplace of mountain bike haters. So we have a lot of uh, history to catch up with, but unlike many other states, there's never been a statewide voice. For a while, we had IMBA, the International Mountain Bike Bicycling Association had a California rep, but that uh, rep has um, that program has been ended, and instead we have the IMBA local program, and no re- real representation at the state level. So now we're changing that, and we're okay. looking forward to getting up and running. All right, we also got Alex Foray and Shemaine Morahon. Hello, Doc. hello. Did I saying that right? Alex Foray or Four? Uh, four. Four. Okay, I'm trying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So we got Alex and Shemaine, and you guys are from the uh, Mount Wilson Bicycling Association. Hey, Los Angeles. <laughs> MWBA. Yeah, MWBA org. Um, we are a trail advocacy and trail stewardship stewardship organization. We've been uh, up in Jammin since 1987. Started out um, Henninger Flats, and we weren't allowed on there. And mm. uh, our founder, Alan Armstrong, took the lead and grabbed some people and said, this is nonsense. Let's uh, form a legit organization, form a legit organization, and uh, get our bicycle advocacy and uh, get our mountain bikes on the trails. All right. And Alex, you are, I mean, how are you guys associated with it? Are you guys board members? Is this? Yep. Yes, we are. Alex is our trail boss. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you guys have been doing, I've seen a lot of posts on Instagram about trail maintenance which is essential, right? Like, we need you guys to do it, that. It, it really is. A big difference between road advocacy and, and off-road ad- advocacy is we have uh, mountain bikers out there actually building the infrastructure that we're going to yeah. ride, whereas with road cycling, I've found that we're advocating for other people to do the work and to install the facilities. We have a unique um, relationship with the land managers in that we can propose new trails and then get, go out and get funding and go and build them ourselves, and that's right, happening uh-huh. right now. 
Right on. Yeah, we actually um, got a really great grant, and we worked with the Forest Service a lot, and we're able to get um, new trails approved at Mount Waterman Ski Resort. Have you been there, Don? I believe I have. Yeah, I've yeah. definitely hiked all around up in there. It's up uh, up the two, past Chileo, past Mount Wilson Observatory, uh-huh. and uh, it's been a ski lift day. Actually, with people skiing there today, it looked really great, like a foot of snow, few feet. Now, is there cross-pollinization here? Like, Steve, are you involved with their organization and vice versa? Or Absolutely. We yeah. work together quite a bit. We partner up on projects. Um, Cobb is territory includes the Santa Monica Mountains and the Rim of the Valley Corridor and the San Gabriel Mountains, whereas Mount Wilson Bicycling Association is more focused on the San Gabriel Mountains. Gotcha. Okay. And you're also working on bike parks. Yes. So we have an exciting new bike park that opened a year ago with Phase 1, which was just a pump track. About three weeks ago, we opened Phase 2, which are some dirt jump lines. And we're about to begin fundraising for Phase 3, which will be some advanced features. So that's exciting. It's out in Thousand Oaks. It's called Sapwi Bike Park. That's S-A-P-W-I. Uh, Sapwi, okay, how much space do you need for a bike park? So this uh, Sapwi is on a on about a two-acre site within a 140-acre park. So within, within the greater um, regional park, there are other opportunities for trails, trail running, mountain biking, uh, model aircraft flying, and Frisbee golf. Oh, my God. So they've, the city of Thousand Oaks has done a great job, and the Conejo Rec and Parks District have, have really embraced it. And it's the only one in the area right now so we have another one that just opened up a few weeks ago in in the san gabriel valley mm-hmm. at the at, in uh, el monte so we have two now and there's more coming with the a third one we've proposed with herb wesson's district down on jefferson boulevard in the city of la so that one's moving forward now would that be part of the kenneth hahn park no this is outside of kenneth hahn but this is just a small city-owned lot on jefferson boulevard uh, near the new train stations the light rail stations on la brea or it's at right on jefferson it's a site where that's owned by the dwp and they have a a power line tower on the property but the uh, area around the tower base is just grass so we're going to turn that into something an asset for the community. Where is that? That's over at the cross street of uh, La Brea in Jefferson, or is it's it? It's not far from there. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. A, just a little bit east. Okay. We okay, actually cool. went to the grand opening of um, the new bike park in El Monte, and it was a great pump track, great wow. big stretch of jumps. And so these are coming everywhere. We're trying to. We have uh, we have two proposals with the county right now to do one up in Altadena. Um, another one up in Castaic, and we're also looking at Benelli Regional Park as a part of the 2020, 2028 Olympic venue for mountain biking. So we're, we're already engaged with the Olympic Committee and the county to make sure that that facility can live beyond its Olympic usefulness and serve as a venue for mountain bike racing, including high school racing. Hey, you know, there's mm-hmm. that new park that's happening across the LA River I mean, you need about two, three acres to do a, a good bike park. You're saying uh, a good one, yeah, a small one, like the one in uh, the one we're doing in Herb Wesson's district is only a quarter acre, so it's wow. just very small. You okay. can, that's, uh, so you can get that small. You can there's, get that small. There's a yeah. park across. Uh, D- Shemaine, do you know this park? It's it's across from uh, uh, like, uh, like Frog Spoke Town. Cafe? Yeah, Spoke Cafe. There's that big park over there that has the pit and everything right now. It's kind of like a no man's oh. land. Right now, oh, the they're pit. gonna they're gonna make that into a big park. <laughs> but is it possible really? to get 
Uh, you guys have yep. any eyes set on that? Or? Yeah, we've been talking about it. Um, we oh, have interesting. What is that park called? I, I f- keep forgetting the name of it. It's, it's the, the city the of LA just name. bought it from uh, yeah. from the railroad company. Oh. Yeah, it's a huge, huge lots. Like I think 120 acres or something. Yeah, the old rail yard there. R- River LA is the is the organization that's leading the charge on that def- that um, reimagining of what the river corridor could be. And there are opportunities for bicycle infrastructure in there, and we're excited about that. We're we're not don't have anything specific yet. I think it's a little too early for us to be planning that, but we're de- set definitely asking for it and making sure that uh, bicycles are given due consideration mm-hmm. in any planning. Right, right. It would be so great to see a park over there. for. That would be insane. That's that where we went for Midnight Riders, right? Yeah, that it's like pit. an old Midnight Riders. Yep. Uh, <laughs> end up there and it's a good time. have music End and burn stuff or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we had a Bike Town Beta there, I think. Or a barter town or something like that. Sounds about right. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. So. Yeah, that's one aspect. Uh, you know, and then uh, there's always the Griffith Park question, but I guess that's kind of off the table right now. <laughs> yeah. Is that strategically not good? Well, Griffith Park is, um, it's a very contentious issue because the equestrian community surrounding it have had, um, have had the ear of the council members for many years and they've been very active in making sure that bicycles don't get to enjoy the trails like the equestrians do. Mm. And um, Mm. there are other opportunities. Going back to the 2010 City of LA Bicycle Master Plan that we worked so hard on just to get get a mention of a a pilot program for off-road cycling. And, you know, to date the city has not done anything on that front from the plan okay. and, and you know we all know of the many other shortfalls of of the implementation of that plan it's um it's sad to see a document that so much effort was put into and not being hashed out and, and implemented yeah yeah it's very much like uh the city will will put together a plan and then they just won't do anything and then sometimes they don't even involve the public in their plan that's kind of changing, I guess, these days because a lot of people are getting active. And I was about to say, I mean, isn't that what the public can do is is start speaking up and joining our groups like these and yeah. uh, uh, calling in and making it a voice? I mean, they're going to shoo something under the table that isn't being voiced out loud. Now, you guys so. are working in Angeles Crest kind of area. and Yeah, San Gabriel guys, Mountains. San Gabriel Mountains. Mm-hmm. And you guys are physically out there maintaining the trails actually all three of you guys are oh yeah uh, but, but that's kind of the main focus of what your organ uh, M- mwba does right like yeah we cheer we uh, is it clear the trail corridors for everyone is um, it mostly focused on trail maintenance and sort of making new trails kind of thing or yeah it's maintaining the trails that we have um and it's also about education and teaching about trail courtesy because okay. it really works all way around you know it's the mountain bikers need to be mindful of hikers and equestrians and vice yeah. versa. The equestrians and hikers need to be mindful about us. And, you know, uh, I think that the dialogue between our groups are really starting to intermingle lately. I think that there's a lot of uh, new faces coming in and um, really p- putting a power behind the voice of um, bicycle advocacy and just uh, nature being part of the urban environment and every day and access and whatnot. Um, there was actually a <coughs> National Public Lands Day, and they're now having a shuttle that's going from the um, the Gold Line up to Sh- Chantry Flats. Chantry Flats, yes. 
I've heard about this. Yeah, that's awesome, right? It's mm-hmm. exciting. Yeah, part of that is uh, is an out, outgrowth of the declaration of the San Gabriel Mountains National Monument. One mm-hmm. of the things that the monument was declared for was to bring greater awareness of the opportunities that exist in the National Forest and, and now National Monument. And part of that was being able to connect park poor communities and the underserved of Los Angeles yeah. and give them a way to get up into their, their public lands because they're our lands. We all own them and we all contribute to the maintenance of them. But um, there's a lot of people in the in the LA area who've never even been to the mountains and, and yeah. may have not have a way to get there. So by providing... Uh, public transit connection we're having to remedy that and that's been a a focus of the monument since its inception Mm -hmm. now i want a quick question do they have uh bike racks on the shuttle that goes from the gold line they uh they did but um the objective was not to for bicycles you know we we see you know the people who can afford a, a an expensive mountain bike are not the type of demographic that i think would rely on public transit and really, I don't to know. Beg to differ yeah, I'd beg bit. to differ too. Um, Bike riders are very. But that said, that. there is yeah. there is a big demand for it from yeah. from the underserved communities. But do they, but they do have bike racks, huh? Yeah, they do. They could they could they make did. a shuttle that specifically has a lot of capacity for bikes. Maybe. Well, there is a commercial service too. There's a there's a few shuttle services that take people up into the mountains with their bikes, drop them off for mm-hmm. a downhill run, or multiple downhill runs, and. Uh, so that that service is, does exist for the people who want it, but just right. getting the public up there is another issue altogether. And no, it's one no, step at a time. One step at a time. We're we're we got transportation going up, and now we start asking pushing for, for the, more. Uh huh. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's a process. Yeah. They're very scared to take bold steps when it comes to public transportation right. in the city. I was going to ask you. Let's talk a little bit about the rules of the trail, right? You you were saying that mountain bikers, equestrians. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, hikers all have interest in these trails. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, let's, wh- how does it go down? Tell us, tell us the rules. Let's, let's get a little educated on that. Okay. Um, well, there are a few ways, a few little tips. The first really solid one is just, just be nice, say hi which I got some stickers for you that say that. Okay. But, um, yeah, that's, I mean. So at the trailhead, hi, I'm riding my bike All throughout there. the trail. Yeah. All throughout the trail. If you Whenever see you someone, see user. say hi. Yeah. Now, I, mountain bikers have little bells on their bikes too, right? And that's Sometimes. true as well. That's the second that, way we got. That's yeah. something we've encouraged over the years because we've found it, you know, one of the biggest um, concerns that hikers have and, and equestrians is mountain bikers coming up upon them. Uh, without any warning because we move relatively fast and relatively quietly so the bells are a way of getting people a little advance notice that something might be coming around the corner and that's what scares horses right Uh, yeah yeah, that's that's probably one okay now you really don't want to have mountain bikes and horses on the same trail is that kind of the thinking or it is around this area but we also find that there's a lot of equestrians out there who have no problem with bicycles whatsoever and Uh it comes down Mm -hmm. to the training of the equestrians around griffith park the equestrians there have never exposed their horses to bicycles whereas we have a large um a large rural hispanic community in altadena who are all equestrian based and and those cowboys they don't they don't give a hoot about bikes they just wave us by and and that they have their horses trained so horses can be desensitized but um a lot of equestrians just haven't taken that initiative and haven't seen the need for it right right, right. Well, I, hmm. I i had an experience with that uh, i was mountain biking by my house and i 
an equestrian asked me to ride circles around their horse for for five or ten minutes. Just to get them used to it. Yeah. Just to get wow. them used to it, yeah. Wow. That's pretty yeah. cool. That, that seems like the number one scary thought of mixing. But then also hikers and mountain bikers. Like, I think I've been out on a trail once and been, like, surprised that a mountain biker was coming by pretty fast. Right, and that's where that's where that's we where that's where the bell comes in. Yeah, the bell. That's great. Also, if we're you know we got to be mon- mindful as we're maybe going around a turn pretty fast or yeah. <laughs> whatnot. You know, we just need to be aware if there's a blind corner, then take it easy. Like, there's no rush. Yeah. Then uh, is there such a thing as just mountain bike only trails or? Yes, there is. Working on this. There's uh, the most common place you see them is in areas like uh, the commercial ski areas, Mammoth Mountain, Big Bear. They have a lot of uh, mountain bike only opportunities. But we're also seeing on some public lands uh, mountain bike optimized trails. So they're built mm-hmm. for mountain bikes. They might be open to other users, but they're, they're, they're uh, made available to the public with the caveat that these are optimized for mountain bikes and mountain bikers have r- the right of way on this particular oh. trail. Which okay. is what Mount Wilson, I mean, sorry, Mount Waterman is a hope to be and we've only covered about a couple miles of uh, just one trail in particular but we have an eight mile plan trail um, that will be a big nice long-term goal with a lot of great donations from our listeners and sponsors (laughs) (laughs) right 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 okay Um, so if they want to donate where do they go mwba.org backslash donate (laughs) okay so you donate on mwba.org yeah backslash donate and then also um we are having a holiday shindig december 15th shindig yeah right after steve and corba's uh trail work day in the morning in santa monica's is it uh no that day we're actually working up in uh golden valley ranch so we have a an agreement with the city of santa clarita for our santa clarita crew um, to build new trails that will connect uh, the neighborhoods of Santa Clarita to the National Forest. So we've already built about oh. six miles of new trail, mm-hmm. yeah. and we've got approval for another another three miles or so of new trail. So this is a new, unique opportunity with the city of Santa Clarita, um, just giving the mountain bikers a free reign to go out and flag trails, have the city walk them and approve them, and then we've... we've gotten grants from REI and, and uh, some funding that allowed us to go out and buy tools and equip our volunteers and build them. I don't know if you know, Don, but we're kind of uh, sitting next to a superhero right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, actually, someone was telling me recently that they you moved out here and they took you mountain biking once and then it just... <laughs> then <laughs> it all went uphill from there. <laughs> uphill, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, yeah, he's been a, a huge voice to really just be adamant in these legislative processes and I having a it. national organization now where we can uh, really link and connect our different communities. State, and statewide organization. Statewide organization. Yeah. Focused on California. Cause yep. I'm seeing big picture. We're going <laughs> to – California is going to eventually exit this whole thing. We're going to need our own. We're going to need our own. No, that's awesome. When you talk about the Santa Clarita trails – I'm thinking, hey, that's not too far away from where I'm at. You just have to get over the mountain up into, like, the Northwest Valley. Mm-hmm. What are we doing there? Is there anything going down that we're, where I can connect to the Santa Clarita Trails? There is. Um, the San- Northwest Valley, uh, the, s- the county of Los Angeles recently completed the Santa Susana Mountains Trail Master Plan. So that, wow. in- that includes um, s- proposals for some new trails that will connect over to the Santa Clarita side. 
and it also takes an inventory of all the existing trails in the area. And when that that uh, plan was being developed, we were also adamant to include provisions for a future bike park. So there's even in that uh, master plan, there are a couple of sites identified that may be viable for bike skills parks. Oh, that's awesome. Right on. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm excited. I, what about gravel biking? Is there any kind of crossover here can i get my i don't know if i can do mountain biking i, I don't know if oh, you'd be that. fine don <laughs> i want to get a gravel bike though let's just throw some like fat tires on the tandem uh totally <laughs> i've done that at the salt and sea i've definitely done some uh, off-roading with that tandem so no you, you would dig it i mean it's i think that um i think that there's a trail for everyone yeah i do know? some trails um they're over at the top of Reseda on the north side of the valley. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm talking about the connection to Santa Clara. I think I've actually done some kind of trail up there that... Browns Canyon? Maybe. And it seemed that it would go over the hill to to uh, Santa Clarita, but I wasn't. I didn't go all well, the way. Well, let's go explore. Yeah, totally. I'll have to bring some water and provisions next time and that's kind of what it's all about i mean we just want to be able to allow people and encourage people to explore nature i mean we get stuck yeah. in the city chaos so much and with all of the smog and whatnot air pollution um getting up into the mountains really connects you and it kind of allows your lungs to breathe a little deeper and allows you to uh kind of test your body and your mind in a way that you may not and especially doing trail work it's it's hard work but it's super fulfilling when you see a corridor open up. Um, I had a friend who I was telling I was doing this work with, and she uh, she goes, "Oh, I kind of thought that I kind of thought that the trails were just kind of magical, you know, <laughs> like they just did, they just did it themselves." And I was like, "No, we get like thirty to forty to." Last time we had sixty people out on the trail. Just wow! Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wow, thank you. Yeah, of course. I've it's done been this, growing. the single track up near JPL. I'm not much of a mountain biker, but mm-hmm. I do want to get more into it. I'm just I'm a little scared of single track, but I would like to do more fire road stuff or a little wider trails. But perfect. Yeah, looks. It's so a good start. I'm recovering, so I'll go on fire roads with you. <laughs> <laughs> it did is. You? Oh yeah, you did fall, didn't you? I saw those bruises. Bruises? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I ruptured my ACL. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> Tell us about that a little bit. It was my, uh, <laughs> it was like four months ago, I think, about four months ago. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. at Big Bear Summit. It was only my second time at a bike park. And I just, it was my first time being uh, full squish or fully shocks, full shocks. Oh, wow. And um, yeah. I just ended up hitting a jump and was really stoked. Everyone around was good. I was just <laughs> following and... Then uh, when I landed, I uh, my foot just slammed into the ground, uh, just straight on. So it was just uh, a big pressure sandwich. I was like, nah, I didn't rupture my ACL. And had to scoot down the mountain, ended up on, like, another double black diamond. It was, <laughs> it was sketchy. But but it was a really fun time. It was, uh, it was way fun while it I've, lasted. I've seen some Instagram uh, <laughs> videos from uh, Susie Lowbrow, I think. Oh, yeah. When you guys did a SWAT. I think it was a SWAT thing up there, or maybe it was a... Uh, some kind of gathering it was like a women's where up up in uh angela's crest i guess or maybe it's where um uh, santa claus park used to be or something isn't there some kind of there was definitely yeah Yeah, is that anything that you're affiliated with or is that private that's private that's a private enterprise would you connect to that with with some kind of trail to get people over there i think that people do a lot of demo days there and we could 
we could talk about something. I'm not sure what we would collaborate with at the moment, but I mean, there's a definitely a means to collaborate with anyone who is uh, advocating for trails and yeah. mountain biking. I would just think like connecting up places like that with trails would be awesome too, like its own sort of public transportation for mountain bikes. Mm. Yeah, that's one of the things we're excited about the the bike park in in uh, Thousand Oaks. There, all the streets around it have on on street uh, bike lanes and uh, people do use some of the trails there for commuting because you can there is enough connectivity through all the neighborhoods and uh, a very robust network of trails that there it is an opportunity oh my god i love that idea commuting on dirt trails that would be amazing um yeah that would be incredible urban sidewalks all right so let's get some information about your contacts you know so people can Go to the websites and volunteer. Yeah, come out, get dirty with us. Yeah, so we got m mwba.org slash volunteer. Just mwba.org. And there's I mean, also uh, yeah. you know, honestly the best thing, um, we always we always have an event bright. So you can look up Mount Wilson Bicycling Association on there. Okay. Um and then there's also um uh, Instagram is at mwba.org, and then mm. we have Facebook as well. Um, we have all the social media outlets, and that's a great way to get to know us. Um, and then, of course, once you become a member, then you get our e-blast too, as little reminders. Um, and we got, uh, let's see, December fifteenth. So yeah, December eighth is Ken Burton. Ken Burton's one of the OG trails. Um, Alex, you want to talk about what we're going to be doing on Ken Burton? Yeah, Ken Burton is incredibly uh, overgrown with a lot of buckthorn and ceanothus and we're gonna go out there and uh take it out as much as we can <laughs> do you guys Chop ever use away. you guys ever use like bulldozers <laughs> well we did on mount waterman uh, <laughs> like a little, little bobcat or something like that it's contracted yeah. work but yeah that's for like primarily building new trails uh-huh i see okay mm -hmm. uh, really and we like wouldn't have been able to do that with without belfry contractors thank god for them okay <laughs> and then with corba website Corba's uh, CorbaMTB.com for the website and CorbaMTB for all our social media and uh, for the California Mountain Biking Coalition that's uh, that's uh, CAMTB.org for the website and CAMTB.org for all our social media okay can I just say happy Friday happy Friday I want to say congratulations to anyone who did not shop today. I appreciate you. Opt outside. Opt outside. Thank you, REI. Oh, hell yeah. Who pays their employees every year. I opted inside. Work. I just hung out with my cat all day. <laughs> That's fine, awesome. though. <laughs> <laughs> and watch bulldozer videos. <laughs> well, I have a bulldozer. <laughs> I have a bulldozer. I want to so build. So we can use you. Perfect. I want to build tracks. I can't bring the bulldozer down here. It's way <laughs> up in the middle of California. Your yard would be perfect for it. Oh, it's too big. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, my pops Can you imagine the away. track goes into the pool? I, that would be amazing. <laughs> Why are you um, wouldn't it be amazing to actually build a track, though, somewhere on private land? Well, haven't you ever heard about uh, Langtown? Yes. Cyclocross season, pre-cyclocross. I know. I need to make it out to that. I haven't been. It's done. I've been really you focused on it. road stuff. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Next year, it'll come back, right? It was amazing. Thank yeah. God for SWAT. Did we already miss um, Turkey Trot? Or something. Turkey trot's done. What does Dorothy Wong do? Wait, is Turkey Trot done? Yeah. I think Turkey Trot's done. That's yet. her thing, right? Yeah, Dot's killing it. Dot and Jeff. Turkey Cross. Turkey Cross. They do kill it. They do. They're yeah. great. They're killing it. All these other race series came and went, you know. It's. <laughs> <laughs>
We're the flavor of the month Cheers type race Wolfpack. series. <laughs> Wolfpack still has a race series. This so is true. That is true. But it's on a track, right? It's track. It's it's at the Encino Velodrome. It's the Forsyth Cup. The so Forsyth Cup. We have free tacos, and you know we get like about fifty people to show up. I and would love to we come want out more. To what do we got to do to get more? We got to have a mountain bike thing in the middle. I mean, I think that that's exactly what needs to happen. <laughs> it's you do mountain bike, and then you end at the track, and that's the last round. It's like a. It could be like, like a, a Roubaix, but mountain bike Roubaix. Oh yeah. <laughs> Would oh, they yeah. allow that? Would they allow? I mean, Balboa Park, in? like you can do something, right? You'd think there should be a track. There used to be a BMX track there at Balboa Park. I feel like Park. they'd be very open. They to used it. to be, but that's also one of the proposals we have with the city of LA is to build a bike skills park there at Balboa right. Park. A quick golf Perfect. club. Yeah. There is a there is a skate park there, and they used to have a BMX, and they used to have an RC car track. Yeah, so really, that's yeah. random. Which <laughs> my dad took me out there, me and my friend Billy. Oh, we Billy. were like twelve years old. They took us out there when we had RC cars. It was the most amazing rage, rage, <laughs> total rage. There was some rage there. I mean, one of these dudes, there was like this older guy. I remember he was like. You're on my frequency. If you do that again, I'm going to stick my finger up your nose. Literally said that to me as a little kid. I was like, whoa, this is real shit right here. RC cars. Watch out now. Watch out. Those are expensive. You crash, I guess. Yeah, who knows? Stick to the trails. (laughs) So we might get a bike park there, I guess. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty amazing. That would be amazing. Uh, and uh, who who's the group that's uh, advocating for that? That would be Corba. Oh, gosh, be Corba, us. we love yeah. you so much. So we, yeah, we've we've gotten uh, many proposals going. So mm-hmm. there's three with the county. There's two with the city of LA. Um, we we had one that fell through with the city of Glendale, but we're looking to resurrect that. And there's renewed interest in getting another one for uh, Altadena now. Mm-hmm. And so the demand is out there and the how do we help how do we help well it, it all comes down where's to convi- the petitions it convi- convincing the land managers and drumming up uh, the f- the funding support let's go so with the poli- let's go through the political process here let's say that we target uh, a spot Balboa Park. What's the first step? Talk to the superintendent. What is, how the first, the first step take is, us through this. is to go through the neighborhood council and make sure that there isn't local opposition, and if possible, build local support. Then we take it to the city council member's office mm-hmm. and go from there. Make sure that they're okay with it. Then it's getting into the Rec and Parks Department and getting them on board. Once you have all of those ducks in a row, then then. The, um, a design can be put together. After the design is together, we go out and look for funding. Mm-hmm. And once the funding's in place, then um, we wait another five years and it's built. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it takes that long. Yeah. Well, to get s- to get Sapwe Trails, uh, Sapwe Bike Park up and running, has taken about five years. Couldn't we have wow. uh, like petitions and whatnot to show support at our trail work days? Yes, w- absolutely. So. You can send those to us. I can. Us and Low Lives. Low Lives is a new organization, by the way. They just had their first inaugural camp out trail work, and they're going to restore Condor Peak. Have you been Get there? out of here. So you guys camp and do trail work. That sounds fun. Oh, that's the best. Are you yeah. guys bringing, like, the fold-up shovels, and how does it? No. Well, <laughs> well, Alex loads his car, <laughs> <laughs> and, okay. and then we all take it on bobs and put it on bikes, and 
sometimes we just carry it out. Depends on how far out we are. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So this is exciting because uh, Condor Peak Trail is one of the iconic long-distance, high-elevation trails in the Angeles, mm-hmm. and we've lost access to most of those types of trails because of wilderness designations. So with the oh, wow. with the which we gotta convince Judy oh, Chu of something we'll talk about. So right now, um, <laughs> there's a bill in Congress, HR. Uh, 2515 that just passed out of the House Natural Resources Committee introduced by Judy Chu to to create uh, the Condor Peak Wilderness and the Yerba Buena Wilderness as well as expanding some of the existing wilderness areas and we worked with the Wilderness Society and the Sierra Club and Cal Wild and other other wilderness advocates to make sure that if they did a Condor Peak Wilderness that it the Condor Peak Trail itself was left out of the wilderness and um, we'll still have access to it for bicycles and more importantly I think is to be able to maintain the trail using power mm-hmm. tools in a wilderness area we're not allowed to use chainsaws or, right. or powered equipment out of here, really. so uh, everything has to be done by hand so having this kind bill in Congress um, I actually didn't realize that part and having this bill in Congress and being able to maintain the trail and now we have a new mountain bike group who are stepping up to take ownership and and look after that trail it's it's everything's coming full circle that we envisioned with this bill. Mm-hmm. 818-985-5903. We're having a hot debate right now. <laughs> it is true. I mean, this is really a huge Calling. topic of wilderness versus... Um, <laughs> no, I mean, what about Los Padres? Let's talk Los Padres. Anything Los Padres. going on up there? Los Padres, uh, we're not in directly involved in that, but they're, they're dealing with a lot of what we have dealt with here and... Uh, people all over California are dealing with, and that's um, post-fire restoration of mm-hmm. trails. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corburn, Mount Wilson Bicycling Association, we spent nine years rebuilding trails after the station fire, and it wasn't till, until exactly nine years since the fire that everything was reopened. Now, what does a fire do to the trail that you have to rebuild? The fire doesn't do much to the trail, but because of our weather system here, we have fires that happen in late fall, and they're followed by torrential rains. Ah, and it washes it out. And with when you have everything, all the vegetation burned away off the hillside, there's nothing to hold the dirt in place when gotcha. it rains. Mm-hmm. And that's what does all the damage. Mm-hmm. And so we have to go in and we have to uh, dig a lot deeper to where you don't see, throw some nice big boulders in there, create a structural foundation, throw some dirt on top, and you don't even realize that anything has changed. But really, <sighs> we just fixed the whole drainage issue and we fixed all of the structure and the trail. It's pretty, pretty fulfilling. We just worked on El Prieto this morning. Trails can be designed in a way that minimizes the amount of maintenance needed. So mm-hmm. modern trails generally lead, need a lot less maintenance than a lot of the legacy trails that we deal with in the Santa Monica Mountains and the Angeles National Forest. Mm-hmm. Some of those trails date back to more than 100 years and, and even prior as Native American trading routes between the mm-hmm. various villages of the oh Chumash. Oh, my God, the I love the thought of that. I love the thought of that. Like, how do we... Those trails must, I mean, when you look into, you know, the wilderness and you see those trails, like there's sometimes there's animal trails, but there's also like Native American trails that have been around for forever that mm-hmm. have become. They paved the way. Yeah. Yeah, there's an, there's an interesting history behind many of the trails that we have. And now the w- most uh, iconic of them is the Gabrielino Trail. Just it, restored last we, year. Yeah, that was the last one we, we restored after nine years of the station fire. 
And what's uh, significant about that one is it, it was one of the very first national recreation trails ever designated. And when we reopened it last year, we, di we got it reopened two weeks before the 50th anniversary of the National Recreation Trails Act. So it was kind of um, a big, uh, big pat on our own shoulders for being able to get that done with support from REI and from Edison and Mount Wilson Bicycling Association, Sh number of different bike shops. It was Shemaine, great. Shemaine's showing me a, 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 a handkerchief map. Yeah, a <laughs> banner, a big banner. I mean, not a banner, a bandana that bandana. you can wear. Yeah. And I see the map and custom design and. Um, it's pretty cool because it shows the whole Gabrielino Trail and essentially everything that touches the Gabrielino, uh, MWBA has uh, an agreement with the Forest Service to take care of. And um, we just opened, it's about, it's uh, 26 miles. So last year that was like one of the biggest projects that, that's kind of my start in MWBA was with working on the Gabrielino and that trail opening as well. Right on. We did like a historical exhibition on there and opening and... Um, now see, I, I want to do mountain biking. We but know you do. First, I have to get one a bike that's big enough for me. I'm six eight, and I demand a proportionate big bike. You deserve a proportionate. I, de big I bike. deserve a twenty nine er <laughs> that has a real big frame on it. I think there are bikes out there. For you. Yeah, a squishy one. <laughs> yep. great. Oh yeah, we got those. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be so fun. But I want to also do the gravel bike thing. You guys all support that as well, right? We support any kind. I would love to do a gravel bike crit. Gravel bike crit. Sounds like a that lot of fun. That does sound great. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? I <sighs> Although how, how different would it be to a cyclocross race, I wonder? Oh, my God. That's like <laughs> basically exactly the same thing, except without all the jumping. It's just straight gravel bike stuff. It's just no, no getting off your bike. bike. None of that stuff. No hopping over stuff. You just gravel biking it fast. What up with that crit? You know, I'll just have to. I haven't, I haven't dug into the gravel bike life yet. I kind of went from <laughs> cross to fixie to cross to mountain. Yeah, but that's basically <laughs> a, a cross bike race. That's true. <coughs> gravel bike crit. I don't know. I feel like. But without the dismounts. <laughs> I think I want that because I can't do, do that stuff. That? Yeah, so I can't do it. Yeah. It's too much. It's too, too much I thinking. Think too much thinking. <laughs> too much like acrobatics <laughs> and shit. <laughs> right, well, I did. I did a, a cross bike. River. I did a cross bike race with the tandem bike. Oh, that's fantastic! At Griffith, actually. Really, Dorothy. Oh, the, uh, we should call Dorothy Wong. Let's bring her into this. We should totally bring Dorothy into yeah, this. We'll just surprise Dorothy, her. Dorothy, are you out there? Who's gonna, out there? I know. Come on we, in, guys. We actually do have Come an extraordinary amount of listeners today. Really? It's kind of fascinating. Well, hello, everyone. Why don't we? Yeah, hello. Why don't we call? <laughs> let's call Dorothy. I'd love to hear from Dorothy. Okay, I'm gonna try to call her. She's we're just, just gonna in cross gonna, madness right now. Is she? Yeah. Oh, then maybe we shouldn't bother her. Oh we? no, we definitely should. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What's her? <laughs> yeah, Dorothy's a superhero in, in her totally. own way. I know I'm, she is. I she also is serve too. as the as the co-chair of the Altadena Crest Trail Restoration Working Group, which is a county group dedicated Ooh. to rebuilding the Altadena Crest Trail. And Dorothy is a, is a regular at those meetings, as well as serving on the Altadena Town Council. That's right. The yeah. Altadena C Town Council. She is a board member of that. And uh, they were focused on, uh, I guess they're emptying out the, the uh, 
Devil's Gate Dam area. Yeah, the Hatamonga Hat Big Dig is a, it's been very controversial mm -hmm. with yeah. the number of uh, truck trips that are, have, are required to clear that debris and mm. you know all the problems with dust <coughs> and but for most of us and the biggest problem is that they had to destroy about 80 acres of, of riparian habitat oh. and that was a big loss for the um, for wildlife in the area that's already been struggling with drought and other issues plus all the trucks going by and it's just a disaster but I guess they have to do that right they have to empty that out because it will be like a hundred years flood well Nona's here Nona's a pretty awesome lady she's from Bicycle Culture Institute she's got a uh, film by bike coming up in February yeah. and uh, she's helping me out on our for our holiday shindig on the 15th we're going to be having some surprise historical mountain bike films and she's going to help me pick some out so I'm pretty stoked to have her hi Nona hey Nona <laughs> she finally made it Life. Put on the headphones. Get on the mic. There she is. Welcome. Dun, 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 hey. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Nona from Bicycle Culture Institute. How's it going? Thanks for being patient. Good to see everybody. Right on. Good. We've just been uh, chatting it up. Do you guys already talk about like the next trail building days and party stuff? And yeah, I just was telling us that the holiday shindig. You were going to. Yes. Uh, we're going to scrummage through some old historical mountain bike films of some sort. Ooh. Um. Yeah. Like. Well. Obviously. Um. Bike Fine. films is kind of. Uh, bicycle culture's jam. Um. We're going to be yeah. doing film by bike again in February mm -hmm. and. This last year, we curated several um, smaller local film events mm -hmm. um, around themes. So we had a theme of like women in cycling um, and like local teams and stuff like that. Um, and we also had kind of like a California themed one, mm -hmm. which was really fun. And it turns out that there's a lot of people making bike short films in California. That's Go fantastic. Because it's so pretty. California's really pretty. It's wonderful. Speaking of women event, we have in March, third Sunday, Women's Only Trail Day. Yes. Yes. No boys allowed. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, one of the things that is Don's so not happy about fun that. <laughs> is like how social all of the Wait, trail no. building events well, are. And like the last fun. one, I was super bummed. There's like camping and... Like it's I know, whole, I missed it's, you. It's more than just work. It's yeah. like all the good stuff. I even think that I might pull out my Lotus, like, huge canvas tent for the Women's Dig Day. Ah. Yeah, we'll have a little camp out. Millard Campground, March. Keep posting. Where, where is it going to be? Millard Campground. We're going to work off, uh, I'm pretty sure we're going to be working on Sunset Ridge. Oh, cool. Yeah. Wow, great, great. So yeah, we've been reaching out for to Machines for Freedom, to Specialize, Cannondale. Awesome. I can wear my WTF. sparkle overalls. <laughs> oh, perfect. We love it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we just we want to get more women on the trail, so we uh, want to give a little bit of time for them to come out, reach out, bring their crews. Well, getting more women on the trails has been one of the things that um, the Girls Gone Riding group has been oh, they're amazing. done an amazing job of. Known as part of them as well. Yeah, Girls Gone Riding yeah. started with um, Corbo's. Uh, Girls Wind Gone Riding? Wendy and Denise. GGR. Yeah. Yeah, there's over a thousand women now in around California. Oh, a thousand. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is, there, is there a Girls Gone Riding island? <laughs> there is. Um, it just happened. It happens at Big Bear every year. It's our annual retreat, and it's basically Get like the Gigi yeah. Island. Yeah. 
<laughs> I actually, they were one of the first uh, group of people I went mountain biking with years ago. I love it. They're, They're my amazing. favorite. They're the ones that, like, I got turned off of mountain biking for all of the classic reasons. And, like, GGR was, like, the warm maternal hug that was, like, <laughs> I'll show you how to shred great. that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're great. They do shred. <laughs> they shred with hugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, like, and, like cool no judgment. That. They were, like, you know, if you don't want to do that job, it's cool. But if you do, check this line out. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's the way to have it. Strong femmes. But, you know. You guys can come out the rest of those days. <laughs> yeah, when when can dudes come out? What days? I mean, we got December 8th, we got January, we got February. Third it sounds like a lot month. of fun. I actually want to go out there I mean, and I've been dig telling some you. stuff. And, and, and what about the, the dozer? Can you bring the dozer out? That'd um, be so funny. Well, what I want to <laughs> do is go and see what, you know, what goes into building a good uh, mountain bike trail. So even for people out there just to learn how to build their own mountain bike trails. Well, it we we'll good, have an right? opportunity for that coming up uh, next spring. We're going to be doing a three-day trail stewardship summit with yes. the uh, Angeles National Forest. So we'll be teaching people in, in three days how to assess trails, how to plan them, how to build them, and how to maintain them and try and wow. build up some community for and um, recruit some new volunteers. So that'll be Absolutely. coming up in spring next year. Big so collaboration between all of the trail organizations and MWA is uh, leading it. So we're super excited. How does that work? Because that is a pretty significant skill set. Like there are people who go their whole life without learning that in any methodical way. <laughs> yeah. Some, some people just have bobcats and bulldozers. Yeah. <laughs> And a lot of the That's time, and we spend our time repairing the damage that those bulldozers have, have done when they oh didn't do the trails correctly. <laughs> or folks who just don't know any better and they do yeah. weird, random stuff. So I think it's really important to have people who really know what they're doing in a methodical way. But is it going to be registration or like... How's how's participating in that going to work? Yeah, there'll be a registration. It'll be open to all volunteers. Mm -hmm. It'll be free. Um, oh, wow. Uh, it'll be run by the Forest Service, uh, so those with a uh, Forest Service fo uh, volunteer agreement will uh, have priority, but anyone will be able to come and just sign up on a temporary a temporary agreement under one of the organizations rather mm -hmm. than an individual agreement. Uh, we did it two years ago, and it was, it was really successful. We had about 70 people show up, and by the end of that uh, three days, a lot more people were skilled in current current models, uh, current design standards for trails. Now the Forest Service has revised their trail standards in most recently in 2007 and things like in-sloped turns which are very uh, user-friendly for bicycles are now approved whereas before 2007 we couldn't do those types of things. So getting everyone up to speed and on board with the current uh, design standards is a, is a good thing. Mm -hmm. oh, that's and we great. Have that's just like they do with uh, streets. They have design standards, and that's awesome. Yeah, that's but do you get a patch? <laughs> you get a certificate? <laughs> Yay! We can make patches happen. Oh, yeah. I bet we can. We could totally make patches happen. We have um, enough time, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then last year, we have a bunch of, uh, we have, like, workshops, essentially, that it's broken into. Um, Chris Orr was someone who, uh, Chris Orr and um, Garrett Steve Villanueva. Garrett Villanueva. They hosted the last work uh, yeah, last so couple workshops last time. So. Yeah, the last time it was Garrett, me, and, and Chris Orr did the presentations. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, but this time we'll we'll be doing something very similar. And who is the woman that you were looking into? We were talking about it last time. Oh, Shout her out. 
Um, there was, uh, we were looking for a few different women to take a lead and take a workshop. And maybe we were just looking into it, but if you're listening out there and you have trail <laughs> stewardship on your knowledge bank and you are a um, strong femme, please reach on out to us. Call in. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You can call in uh, 818-985-5903. We, we really do have an extraordinary amount of listening. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, not that impressive. But... There should be a, there should be enough for one person to call in and. Well, we had some good shares: Golden Saddle, Low Lifes, Corba. <laughs> Low Lifes, what what's going on with Low Lifes? That sounds like something. It's I'd one be of the into. new uh, mountain bike advocacy and volunteer groups that mm-hmm. we have working in the Angeles National Forest. They're I love it. Some former MWG. <gasps> there you folks. go. I love. I that can't sound. believe it. I can't <laughs> believe it. Also, it's worth pointing out that it's All like right, Mount you're Love. Live. <laughs> you are live, or Welcome are you not live? Welcome to the show. Maybe you are live. Yep. yep. Hey, there you are. Holla. My name is Brad House. How you hey, doing, Brad. Brad? Hey, Brad. Oh, hey, it sounds like sounds you? like you guys have you know some people here. Okay, Steve, cool. Steve, how you doing, man? Good to hear from you, Brad. Yeah, yeah. Good to hear you still out there and uh, doing the doing the doing the work. Still at it, and we've had some successes, and we're charging forward still. Charging and Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as you know, um, I was involved with the founding of uh, MTBPV, the uh, small advocate group in Palos Verdes, saving Ooh. those trails down there. Remember with Troy Braswell? Yep, that's one of Corba's divisions. We actually have three di- three divisions now in Palos yep. Verdes, uh, Conejo Valley, and Santa Clarita. Yep. All right. Well, good. Welcome. And, uh, I... Um, I couldn't help but uh, get involved when I moved away from California. I moved to Texas. Mm-hmm. So guess what I'm involved with? Dorba, the Dallas Off-Road. Uh, Great. You heard of y- y'all heard of them? Oh, yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Dorba. So you're in Texas now. Are, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What was that? So you're in Texas now. I am. I've been living here five years now. Oh. Uh, Dorba just celebrated its, uh, its 30th year. As of uh, 2018, we started in 1988, uh, restoring a couple of trails. One called North Shore, another one called Knob Hills, and those are kind of in the northeast area of the DFW uh, area. And it was first started in uh, 1988. Right yep. on. Well, thank and you for that. Well, that's great. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I've been an assistant trail steward for one of the trails called Harry Moss. Mm-hmm. And Harry Moss is built in a floodplain. We have different challenges than California. We don't have fires. But we have uh, low-lying areas, and every winter we have uh, trails that are closed every so often because of rain, and we get a lot of mud, mm-hmm. so we close them to protect the trails and the integrity of the trails. And then when we reopen them, when they dry out, then we got to clean mm-hmm. up all the uh, uh, mud and stuff and, and uh, reopen Organic the trails matter. and straighten them out and everything. So we got our work cut out for us with that. And uh, it's it's been a lot of work, and we got a big crew. We've got... Oh, gosh, I don't know, 14, 15 different trail systems throughout oh, the DFW great. area. It's so and nice to hear I and connect to people. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was saying it's so nice to hear and hear about that in other states and connect to people in other states. That's why I saw it on such a national level already, even though CAMTB is only in California so far. But it also speaks yeah. to how similar the challenges that mountain biking mm-hmm. advocates face around the country. Is there a national organization? There is, the International Mountain Biking Bicycling Association. Yeah. Um, IMBA and Colba was actually one of the founders of IMBA. IMBA founded uh, was founded by five different clubs in California back in 1988. Wow! So um, oh, a year after MWBA began. 
Uh, two years after yeah. MWBA was 86, <laughs> Cobble was 87, and Imba was 88. Wow. Now, does Imba have a seat That's at the table coalition. nationally? Does, does at, it have influence? Yeah, th- so with this, uh, the bill I mentioned previously, the HR 2215, I'm working with um, advocates locally to protect mountain bike access to trails in, in, with these new wilderness proposals. And Imba is working on the same issues at the national level in Washington, D.C. <coughs> And we're actually a chapter of IMBA, so we're kind of our own grandparent as one of the founders and now a chapter. Oh, wow. <laughs> Things come full circle. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Dorba is not a – I don't think we're affiliated with IMBA as far as I know. I really don't know, but I don't think we are because nobody's ever talked about IMBA in my years that I've been here now that I think of it. We did start in 1988, though, so right around the time other advocate groups started. Uh, and I believe IMBA standards have been mentioned when we design trails mm-hmm. and repair trails. So uh, I'm, I'm just an assistant trail steward. I'm not really involved at the higher level. So I don't really get involved with, with other organizations, just DORBA. Right locally. Well, it's yeah. great, great to hear from you, Brad. We yeah. appreciate you continuing your work. Yeah, yeah, well, thank you. Um, one of the things we do is we give away um, at our annual DORBA awards ceremony we invite all the people who've uh, done trail work and anybody that's done more than 40 hours trail work we have these nice trail work crew shirts made up and it says dorba super dirt up dude on it and uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's great yeah 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 shouldn't it be a belt buckle just saying <laughs> <laughs> or a 10 gallon hat i yeah. like our bandanas Bandanas are cool. Any kind of memorabilia that just to say thank you to people means so much to volunteers. We actually just recently went to the the Forest Service um, volunteer recognition event, and we had quite a few people who had over 100 hours, 200 hours. Steve got an award. He's done countless amount of hours. And then Alex Spore, our trail boss. Um, And then we had Carson Blaker, who helped out this morning on LP. He's been a huge... Uh, asset in MWBA. And then we had Rocky Castro, who is a... Oh, Rocky. Yeah, Rocky. He's a yeah. runner. So he's we're, we're linking him he's and Ellen Kelly. And we're going to bring in those runners and oh, get trail work on yeah, the no, trail. He's, he's uh-huh. an ultra trail runner. Ah. He's a badass. Like, he's he's, he's one a, of the lo- like local trail legends. Yeah, he's like a badass in multiple disciplines here. What is this? This is our certificate from Mount Wilson Bicycling Association. You guys if can't see it, but it looks super serious. It's really serious. We have a gold-plated, <laughs> fake gold uh, stamp. <laughs> no, that's real gold. No, that's, that's real gold foil. That is. And those barefoot trail runners. Those are real neon lights too. I don't know if he's one of the barefoot trail runners, but I wouldn't put it past him. I mean. That well, is like the so ultimate. We've got a guy. We've got a guy who runs one of our trails regularly, uh, barefoot, and there's a lot of thorns out there as well as <laughs> oh my god, broken glass. <laughs> <laughs> like, I definitely got to be Texas tough. I hike through Schweitzer Falls barefoot. I'll hike. I'll hike barefoot if I can. Uh, I've, I've uh, done a lot of barefoot <laughs> hiking. Yeah, that's good. Uh, uh, yeah, California. Hey. California just, ain't no joke, homie. You know, there was just too many stream <laughs> crossings, and I just didn't feel like taking off my shoes anymore. And I just then I was. I've, I've just felt too many right. bears I, in that area, and I don't yeah. want to be like in my delicate piggies and then be like, oh, <laughs> oh, I'm more scared Bear. of humans than bears. I'm not yeah, gonna lie. Bears aren't that Fair scary. <laughs> I yeah. <laughs> Do they have bears in Texas? No, right? 
We do not. We got panthers. We got Ooh, wild pigs. Uh, we had a lady that got mauled to death somewhere oh, in uh, Dallas, God. Fort Worth area by a bunch really? of wild pigs. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard yeah, about uh, that. We, That's insane. We got guns, too. We try to shoot them, but we can't keep up with them. You know, you, you shoot them and they come back. So, <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Been, uh, they've actually been overrunning the uh, habitat, and uh, they're actually a threat to habitat. So some of the ranchers actually invite you out to come and hunt some of the wild pigs. And, uh, yeah, they, they, they do that they in California, too. Predators. I'm sorry, go ahead. They do that in California, too. There's a, I think that you can always hunt wild boars. They have them out here in the in some of the areas uh, in the Los Padres forest. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, and you got mountain lions too. I thought Texas had more tigers than like Indonesia. What? Yeah, because <laughs> like there's like strange exotic pet laws or something and that there's enough people with money who want exotic tigers that it's like there was there was like a an official count in terms of like the overall world population of exotic tigers and Texas was like a significant population so wow. uh, maybe like you know Florida has gators Texas has tigers we seem pretty right. tame. <laughs> Welcome to Tiger know. Talk on KPFK. We just got. We're pee, getting we're getting pee. into all kinds of stuff. We're getting into animals, you know. What's our mountain lines? Yeah. P twenty two. P seventy seven. P seventy seven's the new kid on the block. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I didn't even that's know. That's like the that baby Yoda yet. of mountain lions. Oh <laughs> God. Right, you Somebody can kill me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of tracking tracking uh, things, we track our hours and uh, uh-huh. since nineteen eighty eight, since we began, Dorba has had over a hundred and fifty six thousand Volunteer hours worked, and we valued them wow. over three point two million dollars. Wait a minute, are you trying to battle us in te- <laughs> this is Texas it versus like Texas? What is going on here? How many hours do we have? Texas is going big, huh? In the last uh, two months, since the interim board has come into play, Alex, how many how many hours? Four hundred and thirty-two thousand hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not quite. Oh, we did a thousand hours in the past two months. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey, that took them thirty years. Okay. And that's mm-hmm. been pretty. Im- it, it's a good thing to track because the municipalities that you work with, they all want to see value to the work that we do. Yes. And uh, when they see those hours and stuff, they're they're much more supportive of Hell our yeah. goal. And so you and know, I'm, I'm sure you all do that too. So with our agreement, with our agreement with the Forest Service, you know, the the value of volunteer hours is actually counted and accounted for within within Good. the grant. So, mm-hmm. at, at about twenty five dollars an hour, roughly, I don't have the exact figure exactly. in front of me, but um, when we're putting in a thousand hours, that money can, or that uh, value can be used to leverage other yep. funds as well. So it's wow. uh, it's yep. important to keep track of of hours. Yeah. Well, good, 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 good. I got to run soon. I got an early morning bike ride, but uh, well, good for you. Yeah, yeah. have a good yeah, ride. One, more thing. Uh, one last thing. Uh, Epstein didn't kill himself. Ah, well, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> hey, wow. Keep up the good work, y'all. Uh, Steve, good to talk to you, Shami, and uh, great to talk to you too, Brad. Take care. All right. Salud. He sounds like someone who should be on your Facebook feed, Don. On my Facebook feed. <laughs> Um, yeah, Epstein didn't kill himself. That made it onto uh, Bike Talk. That's amazing. <laughs> we got, we got, Who um, yeah. The show is fantastic. The show is fantastic. It we really go is. right to podcasts, so this will be a podcast. <laughs> I can't wait to take this on the road. I'm going to take a microphone and a fat recorder and I'm gonna bring it on the trail. Shemaine, 
You should. I'm and it'll it. be the sound of the trees. <laughs> oh. Do yeah. I love anything better than the, that? That would actually, water. we need stuff like yeah. that. This is, see, this is Bike Talk on KPFK. This is DIY. This is a duocracy. A duocracy. Yeah. I like that. A duocracy. Yeah, yeah. Do it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> do it. If you do it, you're more in charge than the person that isn't doing it. My issue with taking it exactly. out in the field is how do you stop the noise from being so much? Because I feel like I just always get all this white noise in between. So like, yeah, I'm going to have to get like a little. Good microphone. Well, I mean, there's Wait equipment. There's like call. the muffs. But also, I think there was like some comedy sketch about how you could just put yourself in a cardboard box so that you could be alone in awkward social situations. <laughs> and I feel like that could be like a DIY sound booth on the trail. You just get a real big cardboard box. I would definitely <laughs> do that. And like be like, hey, you want to hang out with me and do an interview in the box? Oh, <laughs> Nona, this is beautiful. I'll put, I see this I'll put, I'll put like some gold foil on the inside so you feel special. Perfect. We can call, I it, mean, we can call it thinking inside the box. Ooh. <laughs> Nailed it. I love it. All right, so that's on. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do we have anybody we want to crank call or should we just call it? Call I do want to say one thing is that we do have board elections coming up, FYI. So okay. if you guys have been coming out to trail work and you feel like you might be able to take on a little more leadership and help us move some of these initiatives forward, help organize trail days, you can get volunteer hours in. It's so good. If you don't like being outside and you're antisocial, uh, <laughs> I'm always looking for help with uh, the Film by Bike event at Boomtown in February. <laughs> Absolutely. That's, that's a lot more for the slackers out there. <laughs> yeah. We need that, too. We actually don't have a venue quite yet. We're looking for a brewery. So. Okay, wait. It's in February? No, Film by Bike is in February. And Make sure that Film by Bike doesn't cross with the Salton Sea. No, it's oh. the weekend before. Okay. Oh, thank goodness. No, no, no. It is definitely a truck. <laughs> trust me. I'm just Actually, letting you know. There was, there was a close call, so that I don't give a, a shit tough about one to go against. Against. <laughs> Very tough. No, yeah, no one would show I wouldn't show up. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, did it happen? I don't is care. It gonna is it going to be at the <laughs> same spot? Same spot. Same. Okay, same. that's pretty easy. We're also doing bike demos. Um, so high power cycles and uh, Dahan and then some other folks. Rolling on my Dahan. Yeah. City of Brompton. <laughs> I guess we should call it a night, right? Like, or, are we just going to keep going? We can keep going. I mean, you know, I still have a little bit left. Nick's going to send me a bunch of texts. Nick, Nick still does. Big shout out to Nick. Yeah, Nick's out there somewhere. He's Nick still Julie and his baby Penelope. You guys are friends. I, f I forgot She's about that. She's my best friend. That's insane. It's crazy. I remember when they met. She told me about him. So I met this guy at Ciclovia. Okay, let's get into the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> let's get some dirt. Okay. Nick. Nick Nick Richard, the original. He's the OG. guy that runs Bike Talk for like 10 years. Oh, has it been that long? It's, yeah, it's been, been that, that long. Wow. That longer. Insane? Longer. Even longer. They were yeah. on Kill Radio before. Now we've got to the big time KPFK. Yeah. We want to get on the air, though. Good job, Nick. We got to, you know what we got to do? This is our secret what do we have mission. To do? Let's do it. Don't it's not so anyone. secret anymore. Shh, don't tell me. All you listeners, We got to knock that car show off KPFK. For some <laughs> freaking reason, there's a car show on KPFK, and they're just like jacking off about cars all like, for the entire hour <laughs> and you're like why is this on kpfk this is like okay but, but so strategy are you going to try to out content them or are you just going to kidnap them and take over their slot 
I don't know, but I it's mean, like it's like. Do we have to really jack off about cars for an hour? No, if like the, I could do that on regular commercial TV. If there's any show to take over a car show, it's a bike show. Yeah, <laughs> bike talk on KPFK <laughs> with Nick Richard. We got to like Don Ward. We we got to um, figure out who's on the board of KPFK, and slowly but surely win them over. I mean, if you bring people food, they will listen. Food is a big. It's huge. That's big. Veggie burritos. We can do veggie burritos. The Don. Who doesn't like veggie burritos? Oh, Don's veggie Don. burritos. Yeah. Let's Don. talk about Don's veggie burritos. Wait, I you actually not have a vegetarian burritos. anymore, you poser. Me <laughs> 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 Canceled. Vegetarianism canceled. Sorry. That's so sad. I'm coming back, though. It's fine. You there do, is you a do. veggie burrito that's named after me. It's at Macho's Tacos. Vermont and Hollywood. No, veggie burrito and the veggie tacos. Don's veggie tacos and Don's veggie burrito. Yeah. And you know, that just tells you the volume of food that this man is responsible for putting away. (laughs) 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 The owner of a restaurant was like, thank you. It is a great honor to shovel that much food in your face. (laughs) (laughs) He also has a breakfast sandwich or a sandwich over at uh, Tropical Cafe Tropical. Tropical. Although, I don't know if that's going to last. The new owner, they they bought Tropical. They definitely don't call it the Don right now. No, no, no. It's called the Hermano Sandwich. Oh, Hermano. Because that was my nickname there. Hermano and the (laughs) Hermanas. Don, that was the first place we met over in Napoleon. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? I, I remember that. I interviewed Don for a, a paper I was writing. Yeah. That was That cute. was fun. That, that was, was fun. fun. Yeah. yeah. Ever since then, he sort of remembered me, and now he really remembers me. No, I remembered you the entire life. time. I rem- yeah, I know. <laughs> 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 Let's try Kim nonstop. I wa- when I first saw Kim She's nonstop. She's under Velo Kim on my phone. <laughs> really? Why is What have you done to her? What I knew, is going on I knew her in the Velodrome before I knew her as Kim nonstop. She was just like this, this crazy insane. chick from New York. Her and uh, her and her friend Allie, and they came and they just showed up at the Velo Encino Velodrome one night, and she just took the preem lap like no other. She just took off and sprinted. And I was like, I don't know who that is, but I'm not keeping up. You know what's that's really okay. sweet is when she was when we were we met in New York a really really long time ago doing like Alley Cats and Velodrome stuff, and there's this um, coach, this Velodrome coach who when Kim stopped racing velodrome to do spin and fitness stuff, he was mm-hmm. like, that was the great regret I had as a coach oh. because I just saw her and what a raw talent. And he was kind of like, and I wanted to be the coach that launched her. <laughs> well, I was trying I to get, get her. Away. I was like, when I saw her race, uh, that Griffith Park race that, that Sean. Yeah, Lord, Lord of, of Griffith. Griffith. It is an exciting race. It is exciting. It was my first fixie race. Lord of Griffith is won. insane. That race so is not safe. But I saw Kim nonstop, <laughs> and I'm like, man, she's fast. I was gonna, I was gonna get her on the Wolfpack Hustle team, uh-huh. sponsored by Aventon. And I go, yo, check it out. We we're doing this team, blah blah blah. We we'll go to Red Hook. She's like, oh yeah, I'm already on the Aventon team. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh well. But she was, she's great. She okay, was. we're calling her right now. <laughs> Crank call style. Hopefully, Kim, yeah. I love Kim. Let's tell her that she won. Uh, uh, she, yeah, she, she won, won a, a prize. She won a prize. <laughs> Congratulations. She's got to answer. Hello, Kim. Nonstop. Congratulations, Kim. You have won a prize. Uh, are, are you, you there? <laughs> you are live on the air on KPFK. Bye. 
talk. Bike talk. Bike talk. Bike talk. She's still, she's still not excited. <laughs> she's still like, what the fuck? Get, get this. Hi, Kim. Hi, Kim. You're on Bike Talk I'm on so KPFK. What's going on? We're Where? calling you live on the web stream, KPFK. Well, this is Roadblock. We've got Shemaine. We've got Nona. What's up, Kim? Hey, hey. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's like, uh, <laughs> she's don't hang up on us yet. Don't, yeah, don't hang up yet. Don't I hang up yet. I recognize your voice, and that's why I was like, what is going <laughs> What we're just we're we're at KPFK. We're we're just chilling, having a crank call session, where we put people live on the air that don't know know that they're going to be live. Yeah, and you and know, we just were talking about how much we love you. Yeah. So we just wanted to say what's up. What are you up to, Kim? Do we catch you um, at a good time? <laughs> <laughs> are you wearing pants? <laughs> I am wearing pants. <laughs> Bike pants. Um, jeans. Did bye, you bye did bye. you opt outside today, Kim? I did. I already rode this morning, and then after riding, I put on jeans that I would never ride in. Perfect. Because they're the kind of jeans that are too low, you know, and that if you were to ride a bike in, your crack, crack would show. Super crack attack. Yeah. Got you. It's yeah. the only jeans I so have, how- unfortunately, <laughs> for everybody behind me. So you, uh, how was Mount Low? Did you go up with Golden Saddle? I did. It was snowy and amazing. That's Whoa. great. Did you, did you, uh, did you, were you in the big crew at the bot at the base, uh, towards like, Verdugo? And it wasn't, we didn't do Mount Low, we did Lukens. Oh, Lukens. That's right, Lukens. Mm-hmm. So, how much, uh, how much snow was up there? Like a foot or a couple feet or? Give us, a, give us a ride report. Yeah, we'd like to know. At the tip, well, okay, so I got up to, um, where Grizzly Trail breaks off. Uh huh. And I had made a pact with my partner before leaving for the ride because it was really, really cold this morning. I was like, well, if you decide you want to bail or if I decide I want to bail, we'll just bail. Like, but we have to get out of the door and go do it. And at that point, he was like, I'm cold and I want to bail. <laughs> okay. So we didn't go to the tippy top, but I think it was just like an extra, what, two or three miles that we missed. So, but I hear that it was like four feet of snow at the top. Wow, that's great. It was only like one foot of snow where we were. Mm -hmm. So were you guys riding through actual snow? Yeah. That sounds fantastic. Not for the majority of the ride. Like up to Grizzly, it wasn't majority snow. It was only snow like basically right up at that point. Is it single track or is it fire road? Single track. It's like a fire road. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the top of Grizzly Trail is a little bit more single track right now. It's kind of overgrown. Perfect for trail maintenance. Uh, uh, (laughs) Your audience. Yeah, Yeah, that's a pro. I saw them at the base of the, at the base of the mountain, all the way down. Now what I want to know is how do you find out about the the Golden Saddle Rides? Oh, you were with them when I was honking? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I was riding. I was riding in boots because I left my house late and didn't realize that I didn't have clipless pedals on oh my no. bike, so I had to keep my boots on and ride in flat pedals. Classic. <laughs> well done. Now, how Super do we find stars. out about the Golden Saddle rides? For some reason, I can never um, find those things. The Golden Saddle rides are, are every single Friday. They leave from Intelligentsia at seven thirty in the morning, mm-hmm. and. Um, that's every single Friday. Without fail, that ride will leave from Intelligentsia Coffee in Silver Lake at 7.30 in the morning. And where does, yeah. where if do you they want normally more go? details on what the ride is, they post it on Instagram. Golden like, Saddle Cyclery. Before. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, I follow. Golden Saddle Cyclery. Or stop uh-huh. in, have a club, say hey. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Club life. So, All right, you guys. You we got anything? You got anything coming up you want to promote? Mm, anything coming up that I want to promote? <laughs> Lots more cycling. Let's see. <laughs> oh, I'll promote for Asha has a women's ride on Wednesday night. Ash, called the Crush Cuddy. Crew. Oh, Crust Crew. Crust Crew. Crust crew. 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 There's a Wednesday night ride that she's been doing. Um, so I'll do a shout out for her. Where does that start? They start at the Hollywood Triangle or Sunset Triangle. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. On at Wednesday nights. Seven o'clock, I think. Okay. Cool. Great to know that. that yeah. yeah, that is great. We called her. She didn't answer. Yeah. She <laughs> never answers. Smack her for us. We're actually just lonely here. That's all. <laughs> I'm pretty, I feel pretty good. I'm not lonely. I'm only by myself in this fun. control Aww. room. No, we're having a great time. Just put your hand up against the window. I'll put my hand up against the double pane window. <laughs> Sounds this is a real lady in the trap moment. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, thank you, Kim. Thanks, Kim. We appreciate your... You're your welcome, guys. It's great to hear your voices. Happy holidays. Happy Friday. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> See, well, that little Google sound in there. There right. it is. All right, so why don't we just wrap it up on a good note? I was going to do some news, but that's all. It's not, yeah, not, that's not that's good a bummer. news. Yeah, it's a bummer. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I know. The news we have don't is. Don't buy anything. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I the know. News we Ride got. bicycles and eat veggie burritos. I love it. That's a great <laughs> idea. Yeah. And have large adventures. Do you think we could get veggie burritos sponsored for our holiday shindig? The possibly, I don't know. I'll talk to Nick. He's How many dons do you need? <laughs> <laughs> How many dons can you handle? <laughs> That's the real question. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Gotcha. <laughs> All right, on that note, we're out of here. KPFK, Bike Talk. Uh, uh, uh. I rise in the morning and greet the day. Out the bike and I'm on my way The transportation shows I care Every turn of the pedal cleans the air Green in the green, I'm saving the planet Just like my friends Daryl, Sean, Toby, and Janet No greenhouse gas A tiny carbon footprint up your ass I'm on a motherfucking bike listening to this episode of Bike Talk. If you want to hear more, go to kpfk.org, navigate to programs, and choose Bike Talk. On the Bike Talk page, click on the archives link to play or download shows posted in the last four months. Go to biketalk.com and copy or click on the RSS link to subscribe. Our Twitter handle is BikeTalkPFK. On Facebook, we are Bike Talk. You can become friends and join our group. 